All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed to your biz, more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Welcome back to the Productivity on Purpose podcast. Y'all, you know I always start by saying how excited I am every time I have a guest. (laughs) So here I go again, because I truly am so excited, especially when I get to have a conversation with amazing women who have taught me so much, who I hope I've helped along their journey. And it's just such a kick-ass example of of just doing it all, like raising the family and having her business and getting through it and just really doing it with so much integrity and passion and a big heart. So I'm so excited to bring you Jennifer Bondi today, a client of mine, but also we've turned into good friends and to share a little bit about her experience and journey. And I know you're going to walk away with so many ahas and just learning lessons from her. So Jennifer, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. I'm so excited to have you because I know like everyone, like myself and everyone listening, you've been through a lot of transitions as we all do in life, right? Personally and professionally. And I just know you have so much wisdom to share. And I'm just really excited for everyone to get to know you and for you to share, you know, your experiences with us. So thanks again. You're welcome. All right. Well, tell us, well, first of all, tell us a little bit of background, just who you are today. Um, you know, what you do, but then also bring us back to when we got started, which was like a couple of years ago. Uh, what was going on in your world, in your work, in your home like before at that time? You know, like what were the dynamics like and what was happening? But but first, just let us know, like, what do you do and like, who are you today? Well, today I'm a badass entrepreneur who runs a law firm and a title company. I'm a mom of two and a wife to one wonderful husband, but When I started working with you, that's not what I would (laughs) define myself as. When I started working with you, I was thrust into owning a law firm after my partner had left and had a newborn baby I was trying to take care of in a marriage that was suffering because of the stress that I was dealing with at work. So I felt completely overwhelmed and not in control of anything. Yeah, I remember that time. Um, I forget she was only three months old. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how you had your head up um, and how you're making it all work. And so tell us a little bit, I bet we can imagine of how this was affecting you. You said, I know, obviously marriage is tough, but all of it's tough at that time. Can you give us some specific examples of, I don't know, just things that were like going on in, in your world and how you were dealing with it? Sure, so- Like you, I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and so I hold myself to a very high standard and trying to manage all the demands that um, running a business with employees take. So I wasn't, you know, a solo entrepreneur. I had a staff, I think two other attorneys and five staff members. And so wanting to try and be a great attorney to my clients, be a great boss to my team, and try and be a good business owner, you know, 
understanding the uh, requirements of running a firm, understanding financials, those type of things. So just trying to master all of those aspects and then trying to be present at home with my husband and my kids and everything was a disaster. I had staff who were burnt out because we were working too hard and I wasn't saying no to clients and setting boundaries for myself to have me time. And I mean, I was in marriage counseling because my marriage was suffering as well, as I mentioned. So it was not a fun time. Yeah, it is so much. I I really feel like women deserve like some models, a very special place in heaven. It's just, it is really unbelievable. And you think back and you kind of pull yourself out of it of how much you do, right? Just how much gets done and how many people rely on you and how many responsibilities you have. And we pull through it, uh, but it really is, it's it's a remarkable feat. When it is. And I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm lucky that I have a husband who does a lot around the house. So he is the one who has always been um, the one responsible for a lot of the home responsibilities. So he even made it so much easier for me to focus on work by taking care of everything at home. He's doing the meals, he's doing the laundry, he's, you know, picking up the kids from preschool. So he definitely helped tremendously because if I had to be responsible for all of the home responsibilities in addition to work, I think I would have checked into a mental hospital. <laughs> yeah, it truly takes a village. And even with all that help, right, it's still so overwhelming. I mean, that's what's yes. crazy about it. It takes a village. It just takes so, so much, so many people, so much effort, so much time. Um, but uh, yeah, just just really really, really proud of all everything you were doing then. And then even where you came, you know, where you sort of like when you resurfaced on the other side, one thing you just mentioned was boundaries. You're like, I, you said something about boundaries. And I was looking back at our time when we started and it's kind of going through our notes because I keep copious notes every week. And we do these recaps at the very end of our, of our coaching time together. And you wrote specifically in there that the thing you were really surprised about was that you had to work on boundaries. And you said, I didn't even know that was an issue. I don't know if you remember this, but this is way back, you know, way back when you're like, I didn't even know, or I didn't even know that's what I would be coming in for, quote unquote, you know, like to be talking about. And it was so many boundary things. Can you talk, and you mentioned it now. So I'm wondering if that's like ringing a bell with you or. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember that. Um, one, I didn't think I had a problem with boundaries. I'm a pretty strong personality and I feel like I'm okay speaking my mind, but I felt so much of a responsibility to my staff that I wouldn't have a closed door policy or set any boundaries when it was okay to interrupt me for things. And I thought I was doing that to be available for my staff. I didn't realize that that was an issue with me not setting boundaries for myself and creating additional stress for me. Um, I also worried that I'd be perceived as unapproachable or, you know, grouchy, bitchy, if I'm allowed to say that here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't do it. And so I didn't realize that was an issue for me. And when I sought out your services, because I knew that you could help with time management, I didn't think that boundaries would kind of be encompassed in what you offered. But that was one of the first things that you're like, oh, no, we're establishing boundaries. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. And help me do it in a positive way that didn't make me seem unapproachable or bitchy to, you know, the outside person. Like I'm not cutting myself off and making myself unavailable. I'm actually making myself available and more present when the time is appropriate. Yeah. I love what you Bitchy is totally fine to say here. And I love that you say <laughs> that because that's, that is, I think, especially with women, that's our big fear is 
I'm going to kind of, I'm going to, I'm going to come across as a bitch. I'm going to come across as just, you know, authoritarian or controlling. And there's, there's just such a, a way to do it, to get what you need and put up those boundaries in a way that's collaborative and it's a partnership and it's still kind and, um, that generally people take it the wrong way or the right way, rather not the wrong way. And if they do take it the wrong way, I think it's usually them, right? It's their problem. Like they're just not a good fit necessarily versus like the way that a true CEO can do it in a way that's just, it's all good. You know, it, it really helps establish that, that um, just the parameters, I think between everybody. And it's really helpful for that person. I, I, I always say, I think people are craving, they're craving some direction. We're craving some, parameters. We're craving some, you know, tell me almost like what to do because I'm so overwhelmed trying to figure it out. And so the more we can give that, it's actually like a gift to other people. I don't know. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. I agree. Cause I, it was received so positively from my staff because I think when everyone is working at such a diligent level and we've got so much going on, I think they're also, I don't, I hate to say scared, but they don't want to come interrupt you because they know that you're busy. And so if there is dedicated time when they know every day from nine to nine 30 or three to four or whatever time frame it is, they know that that's dedicated time to ask questions. And so I think it makes it easier for them to come to you so that they don't feel like they're bothering you. So if I agree with you a hundred percent, I was scared that it wouldn't be received well. And it was exactly the opposite. Everyone's like, Oh, great. And even to this day, having that time has always been, you know, um, something that I've gotten a lot of great feedback on from my staff. That's great. I was just with a client. I think I may have mentioned this in a previous episode, but she was really worried about putting up some boundaries. And we said, okay, just do one, ask them if you can have one hour every morning uninterrupted. And she just, we role played it and she did the whole thing. And the, and the immediate response it was immediate. It was like, and I am right back. And they were like, can we do two hours instead? <laughs> and so it was just met with so much yeah, positivity and excitement to do that. So Agreed. Awesome. So, okay. So then tell me that you're like putting up better boundaries. And then I know something else you really worked on was delegating, which is comes, it just goes hand in hand, right? Um, how did you see that change for you business wise? It could be, you could even be personal wise. I don't know. Oh gosh. <clears throat> yes. Delegation was another difficult one. I think, um, you helped me realize that even if the time savings in the moment, there wasn't any that it helped to preserve time going forward because you're training someone. So looking at it as an investment of time, because I thought of small tasks, it's easier for me to just fire off an email to a client as opposed to setting a task for my legal assistant to send the email to the client, right? Or sending an email to my legal assistant to send to the client. I'm like, well, I might as well do it myself. And because I didn't really um, take into consideration once I start training my legal assistant that this is how I want these emails answered, eventually I don't even have to send them an email. They are already going to know the pattern. And so making that investment in time, even for little tasks, um, really was helpful. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. And you became a master at it. I really do. I think you, be, you just, it was a skill that it's like a muscle that needs to be developed. It's a skill that can be developed and I really saw that come through. And now you became, you were already using Asana. I know that, right? But you came really in like an Asana guru, I think through this. Well, to do is, yeah. Oh, to, to do is, I'm sorry, to do is. And yes, I, I love to do is. To do is, yes. <laughs> You're already using it, but I think you like took it to a whole nother level, right? Yes. Like when you were doing that and and then delegating so much better. And, um, and for me, I feel like I could see a shift in your thinking over time of, because we would talk and you'd say, well, 
I know I can give that to someone or I want to have my assistant do that. Or there were just things that we started that I don't think you were thinking in that way that I can hand this off. And then towards by the end, it was like, would you get some task or we're talking about something? You're like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have someone else do that. And so it was really cool for me to see like this shift in your actual thinking and your like behavior. It was, it was really fun for me. Yeah. So I'll tell you the shift there for me, like you mentioned earlier in the podcast, that it takes a village. And I think as women, as high achievers, we think that that means something is wrong with us if we can't do everything. Right. And so we think, oh, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that to like prove that we can do everything ourselves. And so once I kind of had that shift that I don't have to do everything myself and there are people on my team who want to support me and want to do these things to help me, it really made it easier to not feel, I guess, guilty about tasking other people with stuff, you know? So that was the huge mind shift for me was that I don't have to do everything on my own. There's a reason I have a team. There's a reason that people in general have communities of people and that's to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. I remember another thing that we worked on uh, that was really meaningful to you. Cause when we start, when we get into a coaching partnership, we start with goals, these smart goals. And I always encourage people, my women to at least have one personal goal. You know, let's do two professional, one personal, and you embrace that right away. And uh, one of the things that you was, you know, was important to you was being more present at home, but also taking care of your your self-care, like exercise, doing yoga, just getting for a walk, just how to, how to fit that in in small, meaningful ways, knowing that especially at that time with two tidy, you know, little in, one in newborn and toddler and work and like how important that was. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of times when I start maybe working with clients or, or if we're just talking about it, there's this nervousness to get started as it should, because it's a new, it's a new partnership. And sometimes people say, well, what if I fail? What if I don't stick with this? Like, how do I know I'm going to be able to do this? And I'm always respond and saying, you know what, you're going to have the best success if you come with this, which is two things. You've got to come with an open mind and an open heart. And I feel like Jennifer, you embraced that. Like the entire time, it was just everything was open-mindedness and let me just try this thing. Let me tweak it. Let me just see if it works. I mean, you know what? And, um, and again, I just saw that it, you, you know, come, come to fruition for you just personally thinking like that's an important goal to me. Can you talk about that a little bit and just how you started fitting that in or started thinking about it differently and prioritizing yourself? Oh, massages yeah. and the massages. Remember that? Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for making me get massages on a weekly no. basis. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, weaving in that, um, that philosophy of it takes a village. So I was seeking out coaching because I knew there are people who are smarter than me in certain areas and I don't have to learn things the hard way, right? So I was seeking out um, you specifically because of, I mean, your positive approach and um, your ability to hold people accountable, which I saw come through on your podcast and other places I had seen you. And so I knew that if I was paying you to coach me, I might as well take your advice, right? Because what I'm doing isn't working or else I wouldn't be here in the first place. So it seemed counterintuitive to hire you and then not take your advice. So yes, even if sometimes it sounded a little silly to me or wasn't what I would have thought to do, I said, well, I'm going to try it, see if it works. And most of the time it did. And even if it didn't, um, I think like you mentioned, how we would collaborate and kind of just make little tweaks like, okay, great, scratch that. Let's try something else. Or how about we do this instead? And so really just having you as a partner 
with me really um, made the brainstorming a lot easier. And um, I just tried to fit in, I guess, the smallest amount of time that I could. And it was kind of like, okay, I can't commit that I'm going to go to the gym for an hour every day because I'm sleep deprived and, you know, nursing a, a four month old. But I knew that I could go downstairs and do 10 minutes of yoga. And if that's all I did, at least I did something. And so that's what I focused on, just making myself do one little thing. And it's at least a step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. It was so impressive. Again, four month old doing the thing. When people say it's impossible, I, there's no way I can, you know, you're just the the epitome of it, like you of, of being able to do it about like you are, you know, the, the role model, I guess, is the word of saying that no, we can figure out some way, you know, 10 minutes is better than no minutes. And I just remember you'd feel really good. You'd be like, well, I did it five days this week or however long it was. And, I would. Uh, and I'd yes. have my toddler sometimes, you know, yeah. he might wake up at six o'clock in the morning. Cause I remember telling you like, yeah, my alone time, you know, was shortened, but I would just let him do the yoga with me. He's kicking his little leg up and whatever. It's fine. I'm, you know, not on video. So it didn't matter if we were <laughs> looking silly. I got it done. Yeah. Another thing I really admired about you is you were very clear on, I think, of sort of like what makes you feel, just feel really successful. Cause I say, I, found that you struggled less than maybe, than maybe some other people sometimes maybe that I have in my past of, um, you know, I don't need to be necessarily home all the time with my kids, or I don't need to be at every single thing for them, or I don't need, you know, there was, you were pretty clear on like, but if I'm here for certain periods, if I'm here to put them to bed at night, or if I'm here to, you know, just let them see me in the morning, like that, that's what makes me feel really successful. Because I remember you sometimes saying, I feel like I should want to spend more time with them. I feel like I should want to be at work less. And not that that's a bad thing, but it's like you were it wasn't this like succumbing to what societal pressure might be telling us as women that's like the right thing to do. Cause it's not, it, that's, there's, that's garbage. It's nonsense. There's, that there's nothing, but you were kind of in tune with that. I think you were always in tune with that. And you're like, but if, so if I can make these things that are most important to me, regardless of whatever anyone else thinks, if I can make those happen um, and be more present at those times, then, then that's exactly what I need. So it was something I just remember really admiring that you were, you know, you were just, you were just very clear on that. Do you feel like you were? Well, yes. And it was because of your help. Cause I'm not going to lie and say there wasn't any mom guilt, right? Cause right. I knew that I'm good at my job. I have always succeeded in my professional career. And I felt a little guilty for that. As you kind of mentioned, like, shouldn't I want to spend more time with the family? You know, a lot of women maybe want to quit work so they can be a stay at home mom and I was, you know, like ready for maternity leave to be over so I could go to work. And you helped me understand that that was okay because there was a lot of positives that I was I was showing to my kids by working, showing them what a, you know, successful woman can look like, also showing them a great relationship dynamic between my husband and I because again, giving him credit, he knows what I'm good at as well when he never, you know, tried to make me something that I wasn't. I've never yeah. been Betty Crocker, Susie Homemaker. I'm not staying at home with the kids, you know, baking brownies unless they're coming out of a box. Um, so having that support at home was really great. But I knew that I couldn't be a workaholic and work 80 hours a week and not be there for my kids. So it was important for me to establish what my working windows were and then make sure that that time from, you know, 530 to 
7.30 at night was meaningful, that I was present and spending time with my kids. And I think you helped me take my work email off my phone so that I wasn't sitting on the couch checking emails. I was spending time with my family. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's right. That was really great. Another thing, another testament. They're like, let's just try it. And then it ended up working, you know. Um, Yes, I still don't have my work emails on my phone because it was... It is. It's that great. And because of the type of uh, legal work that I do, nothing's an emergency. I don't have clients getting arrested in the middle of the night, so they can wait till the next morning at 8 a.m. Amazing. So since then, you've been through such a change in so many positive ways, but it's such a challenging way, right? Every every change and transition is always challenging, comes with its own set of uh, new problems. And, you know, you're in business, changed, you're, you're left you know that firm you started your new firm you've just you've gone through so much so how do you see some of the skills that you learned that first kind of round I'll call it of coaching that those the skill development you had and how do you do you see yourself being able to use it or apply it later on as you're making all these other big transitions going on that maybe were unexpected in your life oh gosh um I feel like I could go on a monologue trying to answer that question so the short answer is yes. I mean, just the the hard skills that you showed me about how to manage tasks, but really um, breaking big concepts down, you really help because even when we were looking at it just in how to accomplish my workload, I could really take a big concept related to a decision-making and break that down into smaller subsets so that we could really get granular as opposed to, you know, having a, a pie in the sky mentality. So that was really helpful. And of course, you know, you and I spent a couple of sessions directly talking about pros and cons of certain decisions, um, which was immensely helpful. And then just the mindset you always, um, you know, were very encouraging and essentially said, there's no wrong decision. Whatever decision you make is the decision you make. And we'll go from there and see what decision needs to be made next. And so that again, made it easier. It wasn't as if there was a right and wrong answer to anything. Yeah, I do totally believe in that. <laughs> I think we've got to just stand in our power, just like just put a stake in the ground and whatever decision we make is, is the decision we make. Something I remind myself of all the time because we know as perfectionists, we can get very caught up in overanalyzing and overthinking. And there is definitely a place for that. But there's sometimes we're like, we just got to make a decision and move on. So yeah, I totally agree. So is there, I don't know, is there any advice you'd give to anybody else who's considering seeking coaching or just, or it feels like I'm standing in my own way, but I don't know how to get out of it. Or I think another thing I hear a lot of people saying this, I should be able to figure this out on my own. Like I should be able to do this because I'm so smart, right? I'm educated. I have all the degrees and I feel kind of dumb or less than, I don't know, whatever insert word there that I can't do this on my own. What would you say to someone like that? That. I feel like that's a false societal pressure for us to think that we can do everything on our own. And I have learned that hiring help, hiring coaches, seeking advice from other people actually makes you stronger. It doesn't make you weaker. And there's no medal that we get for trying to figure things out on our own. And so I think once I kind of got okay with that myself is what really like catapulted my trajectory was because I'm like, I don't have to prove anything to anybody and seeking out help from mentors and, you know, practice. If I'm calling people asking for help on specific, you know, questions of law or seeking business coaches or whatever, 
everybody wants to help you. And I think, you know, we were worried about the judgment, I think, that comes from asking for help. But the response I got from so many people was positive. And no one's like, oh, I can't believe you don't know that yourself. Or why are you asking me that? Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm happy to help you. And so I think that that just made it easier and easier every time to ask for help. So my advice is just get the damn help. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, This is awesome. I am so excited. Thank you again for your time here. Is there anything you want to add that you feel like we haven't covered that you wanted to say? Because I know you were awesome about taking notes beforehand or you think we're all set. Well, I'll just give you a shout out because as we've mentioned before, you're we're not good at singing our own praises, right? And you have just been the most phenomenal coach. I think I sought you out because you're not um, rah-rah cheerleading type, but you are encouraging. And I think you were just the perfect balance between holding me accountable, but not in an aggressive way, but then also encouraging me. And so it made it so easy to work with you. Oh, thank you. I, You know how much I... I Thoroughly enjoyed partnering with you, but that really means a lot to me. So I will receive it and I'll say thank you. And, um, and I just, I love you right back. So, uh, thank you again for your time here. And I know, I know we're just going to be friends and on this journey for a long time. So it's not a goodbye, but I'm really uh, excited that we got to even meet and, and develop this relationship. So let's just end on this note. Please let everybody know that you're, so let us know where you're based where we can reach you, what exactly, just remind us again, like what your, you know, practice is focused on, um, all the good stuff so that if anybody's in the area or nearby or wants to connect with you, that they can connect. So I am based in Florida. I have a law firm in the Orlando area. We focus on real estate, probate, and estate planning. I also have a title company that we use exclusively for real estate transactions. So if anyone's in Florida and needs a real estate attorney or, seek some advice and wants to know about coaching with Marie Thu, I'd be happy to <laughs> to be available. Um, they can reach me at www.bondi.law or you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bondi Law Firm. Awesome. And honestly, if you're in the area, y'all have to seek Jennifer out. Like she's not only just a badass entrepreneur and mom, but she's really seriously incredible at her work. Like top-notch, highest integrity, um, great just person you want to be, you know, want to partner with. So be sure to get in touch. Thank you again, my friend. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks. All right, sweet friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Isn't she amazing? I hope you found a lot of value from it. And if you like what you're hearing, you're seriously going to love my emails. So if you're not on my list already, be sure to sign up at lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. You'll see why so many women who are juggling it all are showing up week after week. So again, come over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources and also give me a shout out if you want to learn more about coaching. Thank you for showing up today and I will catch you next time on Productivity on Purpose. Bye for now.